what's going on guys it is currently and if my math is correct that makes it episode 61 all right all right so if my headphones were still on uh let's say right there that makes it episode 61 if they weren't on um here i am uh what's up stanley um Today is a really heavy anniversary. Um, it's a really heavy day in general. I think that probably I can speak for a lot of people out there right now um, when I can say that this is a day that really time stopped in a major way for them. Um, I don't even start uh, into it. Um, Today, approximately the time it is right now, um, I did a live video, um, and I was in West Liberty on 24 Revis Road in this tiny little house that I was tattooing out of until I could get my feet back underneath me. I don't know why, but the Wi-Fi keeps kicking out. I'll just turn it off and do cellular. Um, and uh, I had literally just barely finished reading through um, my lease and was actually preparing to drive out and go sign it um and i did a live video i don't even remember the topic of it i looked at it a little bit earlier today um and as soon as i got done uh, i sat down and i was talking to um jaden uh, who had just arrived there a few minutes earlier and that's when I got the call. Um, he might not have actually been there yet. I think he was, though. Um, that's when I got the call um, from Cassie's aunt and called me and said, you know, Cassie's gone. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean she's gone? It's like, I mean, she's, she's passed on. And I was like, no, dude, get the fuck out of here. Shut up. She's like, no, no, really, she, she passed on. And uh, it was, <laughs> to say the least, a blow. Um, to say that my heart was already broken at that point in time is not a small statement. Um, I'm, I'm not kidding when I say that that was as traumatic as it could have been for the, the, for the two weeks before that. And then to have that be the cap off of all of it. I am surprised some days that I made it through it, but I think that the only reason I did and sometimes is because the people that arrived there and were there for me instantly, Jaden arrived and I was able to talk to him a little bit. And then literally just seconds afterwards, Kevin Jones arrived. Um, and there's another one of my friends and clients from West Liberty. God bless you both. And uh, about that time, I started getting phone call after phone call after phone call. And I was, I, I could honestly say that I feel like I was kind of numb. Like I was in a, I don't know, man. It was, it was fucking weird. It felt like I was like in a, in a dream like I was watching myself walk around and have these interactions it didn't feel like it was me anymore you know I think that sometimes when we have very emotionally traumatic experiences it's like our soul's way of coping from it to, to separate a little bit and kind of watch from the top down um, literally at that point in time I mean like the, the the breakup had not been easy for me I was like waking up crying going to sleep crying just, I, I literally, I was living in this little house that I was renting for tattoo trade and I was living on a mattress that didn't have sheets 
It didn't have a blanket on it. I just like had like a comforter on it and that was it. Um, I had like a TV that I had taken off a TV stand that was my TV that was like leaned up against the wall because I didn't have anywhere for it to actually like sit and not fucking fall over. I had like all of mine and my children's possessions just crammed into that room with me. Um, and I would just kind of climb over them and, and, and pass out when I was done tattooing every day because it was just such a fucking nightmare blitzkrieg of just work, 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 like get my feet underneath me. I had $200 to my name, you know, um, about two weeks prior to that on the 17th, I'd say. Um, and like, I, I don't even know where to start guys, but I, I want to start by saying that it's just, you know, it's not the same without our loved ones when they pass on. And, um, I, in the last year have been through three of the most traumatic, I'd say if you added a fourth one, four of some of the most traumatic things a person can go through and the most stressful things a person can go through. And that's breakups. That's deaths in the family. That's moving and losing and or starting a business, which I did both of. <laughs> and uh, this is hard for me to say because I have a lot of feelings that are still wrapped up in this, guys. But like, I just want to put it out there that I want to say thank you, Cassie, for everything that happened. And I'm so sorry that you couldn't find a way to peacefully live here on this, on this world with us. Um, we all miss you, but, um, thank you so much for showing me what's important. And it reminds me a lot of this, um, this Jocko Willink song that I recommend anybody who's ever lost somebody take the time to watch and listen to, um, or it's like a speech, but somebody mixed it to a song and the dude's name is Akira the Dawn that mixed it. Um, the name of the song is Waves of Sorrow. And, um, in this song, he talks about going to this person's grave and writing them a letter and telling them how you intend to move on with your life in a meaningful fashion and how they've taught you the invaluable value, the uncontroversial value of your own life and how through losing them, you learned how important and how fleeting, how brief, how precious life really is. And that when you're done with all that, you, you know, you kiss their soul and you tell them goodbye and you, you walk for the rest of your life in a way that's going to make them proud and you just live. And the thing I want to say to everybody today that's a really hard thing to talk about when it comes down to grief and loss is that in reality, there's always going to be a hole in your heart, but you'll grow around it. It's just the same way a tree, when it gets damaged, grows around it. And it actually, that knot becomes a harder, stronger spot than the tree was previously there. And I know that if you take the time to grow and, and appreciate the passing of our loved ones, we can actually become bigger than we were beforehand. I think a big part of that is that since we're carrying them with us, we have no choice but to grow and to become a bigger, better version of ourselves. Um, I have days where I'm really mad. <sighs> I have days where I'm so fucking mad. I have days where I'm, I'm hurt. I have days where sometimes... It doesn't occur to me until something, some little thing sets it off and I'm just like, Phew. and then I almost feel guilty because I haven't been sitting and thinking about it all the time. Um, but truly, it's not the same without you. And you can say that to any person that you've lost. Everybody that we've loved and it's not here with us anymore, it's not the same without you. But it can be just as good or better. It's important to remember that just because we've lost somebody that we care about that is so important to us that that doesn't mean that we can't grow the relationships that are there with us even more. 
I think it's important to remember that when you're, th well, you're thinking it's not the same without you here, I miss you so much that we have so many other people around us that love us that we have to take and put that time and energy into. I think it's important to remember that while she's gone, her family's still here. Her friends are still here. All the people that loved her are still here. And that for us to stop functioning because of her passing would be the greatest disservice I can imagine to somebody who's passed. I can't imagine a greater disservice to the people who I've loved and I've lost than to shut down and stop functioning. I'm not saying it's easy, but I know that if she was here, she'd be telling us that we need to get up and dust ourselves off. I know that she'd be telling us that it's important for us to keep moving forward and be strong. I know that she'd be able to tell me that she's proud of me. And that's hard. It's hard to say. <laughs> it's hard to say. I know that this past year has been the most difficult, the most painful, but also growth experienced, the most everything in my life has bloomed in a way that I could not possibly describe to you guys. And the thing is, is that like, like you know, um, Taylor is saying here, like usually a hype woman, you know, like the thing is, is that like you can be that person if you carry her with you and remember, <laughs> remember how much she believed in everybody around her, then that means that you can believe in you because she's literally inside of you. You're carrying her with you. You're carrying that memory. You're carrying that love with you. And to do anything else but to behave in such a way that you know she would be telling you to do if you were, if she was still alive as a disservice to her memory. To do anything else but to grow as a result of this pain is a disservice to the experience. Somebody told me when I first found out she had passed on to hold on to that pain because one day it won't be so sharp and it'll actually hurt in a different way because it's not so sharp. One day I'll forget what she smells like. <laughs> Hopefully that never happens. I literally have a bag of some clothes that I had like vacuum sealed so that that never happens. So that if I just on a whim one day want to, I can still do it. And I remember what kind of body spray she liked to wear and what kind of everything. But like, I opened that about a month ago and I, I smelled it and then I sealed it right back up. And I'm telling you, like I had like a full body shiver and I was like, I almost forgot. But the one thing we can't forget is how that person made us feel and how they motivated us, how they loved us and how that if we're going to carry their memory inside of us, that we must love ourselves in a way that they would desire for us to love themselves, ourselves. We must love them inside of us on top of loving ourselves. We must direct that same love that we feel like there's no place for it to go because they're not there. Somebody told me one time that grief is love without a place to land anymore. And let it land inside of us. It really isn't the same without you. And I don't think it'll ever will be, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it now. I've come full circle to a degree where I can accept your loss. I don't have to be happy about it, but I can see what it's brought to my life. I mean, I'm sitting in a shop that's so full of life that seven different people and more soon to come are growing and their careers are expanding and I'm watching young men and women change their fucking lives in front of me.
I'm watching my children grow. I'm being able to teach them part and, and, and bring them in on the family business. <laughs> I'm watching Lacey grow as a, an incredible human being. And I'm knowing that when somebody crosses over to the other side, all that negativity is gone with them. The only thing they have left when they cross over to be with God is love. And then everything is love. Everything of love is God. And anything that is not is not of God. And that means that they can't be anything but happy for all the good choices you make for yourself and love you and support you when you're struggling. But if they're inside of you, you need to carry them like they are. It's not the same without you here no more. But in some ways it's better. Love you guys. Don't forget, give everybody you love a hug. I'm, I'm not kidding you, it's not guaranteed no more guys. It never was. Everybody I talk to in my chair has lost so many people this year, it's unfucking canny I thought it was just because I was getting old, but young people are telling me the same shit. People are dropping all over the place. I appreciate everybody while they're here, but most of all, appreciate you. Don't take it for granted. Not one more day. Love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow.